bitches. (laughs) I'm Jessica. And I'm Jamie. And this is Hot for Justice podcast. Yes. Um, You know, a few weeks ago we decided that we both love murder and true crime and, you know, just freaky shit. And we decided we should talk about it and share it with, you know, five people that are probably listening to this right now. Probably our friends or family, moms. Thanks. Exactly. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, Share this with a friend. Um, Again, this is our first episode. So, you know. Be nice to us. We already started like four times. Started this over four times. And we might stop this one again. Who knows? If you're listening to this one, you're you're welcome. It'll get better from here. Yeah. Can only go up. Exactly. So what we're gonna do um, each week, we so our episodes are gonna drop on every Monday. We're going to discuss a different case um, in the Northern California area. Um, I will probably be doing more Sacramento area murders, and Jamie will be doing more Bay Area murders. Right. And then, you know, as time goes on, we're going to expand, mm-hmm. you know, further, maybe Southern California, and then United States, other yeah. countries. But right now, we're just kind of focusing on stuff that's close to home, because, I mean, it's close to home for us, and, you know, maybe yeah. we know somebody that's involved. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And you never know. So that's the other part of this podcast. If you know any information about any of these things, which... Granted, most of us may not because we were really young when they happened, but if you do, you know somebody who knows something, um, in our show notes, we're going to put in information on how to contact the local authorities mm-hmm. um, if you have any information because these are all cold cases. So people, in some cases, you don't even know who the victim is. Right. And, um, you know, occasionally we might cover something that is solved or has been recently solved, but for the most part, we're going to try to do unsolved cases to hopefully, you know, help solve these cases and yeah. get you know, justice for these victims. There's a lot. There's, there's over, I think I read something that was over like 200,000 unsolved murder cases in the United States. That's bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do here is just, you know, victim advocacy and trying to get their stories out there for those who might not know. Right. Exactly. Um, I guess a little history about us. Mm -hmm. Um, we've known each other for a couple of years now. Um, but we didn't realize that we were both really into true crime and, you know, murder and freaky stuff until last October when uh, Jess was having a murder mystery party, you Kidding. know, coincidentally. <laughs> and uh, my Apple Watch face said fucking hooray on it. And if you're uh, my favorite murder fan, you are quite familiar with the fucking hooray. Yes. And we just got off on a tangent, a, a drunken <laughs> tangent at that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, a few weeks ago we decided, like, let's, let's, let's do our do own it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are now, and let's just jump right into it. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to go first today. Um, we're talking about a case. Um, it's coined in the um, media as Refrigerator Lady. What? It's really only been in, like, the local, um, like, media, like, newspapers or whatever. Um, it's not a really well-known case because they don't know who she is what yes so this happened well they found her body in 1995 but before they found her body which is kind of shocking um they estimated that she had already been dead for about a year Ew. yeah so um in 1995 it's kind of near um Discovery Bay California Mm -hmm. um off highway four kind of in the delta area so there's like there's a lot of land out there and there's like Swampy. a lot of water. Yeah, exactly. So these scavengers, and I mean scavengers as in men who are searching for coins, cans, and other things that they can like recycle and get money for. Red. Um, it, I had to read a couple. I definitely assumed like birds. <laughs> right. You said scavengers just now. Me so. too. Okay. But, but this makes more sense because she wasn't just out laying out there. She was actually stuffed in a refrigerator. So these men found a refrigerator 
in the, just the Delta, just hanging out. They pulled it, I guess, I, I'm not really sure how submerged it is, but it, it made, the, the article made it sound like it was submerged somewhat because um, it had decomposed part of her body because of the Ooh. water. So, but then also no air could really get in because there's, right. she was in, in, entrapped in a refrigerator and it apparently it had some sort of like um, rope or chain around it. So to keep it closed. So nobody wanted that thing open. Right. So, 1995, these men found this muddy refrigerator. Um, off. It says off of Bacon Island Road, which I'm not really familiar with that area, but Google Maps it, you can kind of get an idea of where where this was. So it's actually really not far from, like, a town. Like, oh, God. So, like, she was sitting there for a year, and people probably just drove or walked by, like, right. hundreds of well, times. Who, you're not going to open an old refrigerator. That's no, just sitting it in probably there. just thought it was trash. Right. So, um... So they, yeah, like I said, pulled it to shore. They opened it, and they found a woman who had been gagged with a sock. Um, her mouth had been taped over with electrician's tape, and her hands were taped together. So it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, and like I had said, they estimated she had been there for about a year. Um, and since she had been there for so long, um, the investigators described her body looking like a mannequin because apparently what happens – when, because there was no air that could get into the refrigerator, her body started to turn waxy, which is called adipocere, which if you watch Bones, they use that term a lot. <laughs> I've never watched Bones, but that sounds but, disgusting. Yeah. So, like, no disrespect to her, but like, ooh. No, I mean, and they have no pictures of the condition of the body or anything online that I could find anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't, it's kind of hard to understand what that looks like. Anyways. Right. So, like I said, this is in 1995, so this was, what, 24 years ago? Yeah. They don't know who she is still. They never identified her. You know, it's kind of wild, too, because, like, DNA has come such a far away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think that they would find her, like, on Ancestry or, you know. Yeah, like, uh, do the forensic uh, genealogy or whatever. Right, you think they would have, like, saved, like, a vial or something. Right. So, but I'm not sure. I have to, I think later on in my notes I have more information about what forensics they were able to find. Okay, cool. Um, so, who knows? That might be an option. I know that it's still, it's still on their, their cold case Right, and she's still, like, a Jane Doe, technically. Yeah, she is. So, um, they figured, the police, that they would identify her within a week because she, um, she wasn't, like, a typical missing woman. Like, she, she looked like she had nice clothes. She, they described her as, that she, she, the items that she was wearing looked like she, um, had come from like a festival or something oh. or she she was dressed nice like somebody who had the means to go and and do those sort of things right so, um they believed that she was a white female with curly strawberry blonde hair about five eight um and that she was between 29 and 41 years old which is kind of a big age range but yeah. she's probably on the younger end if you think about what she was wearing so she's probably like 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 early Maybe 30s early 30s <clears throat> um they said that she had expensive new hiking boots and was wearing new Levi jeans. She was groomed. She had manicured nails. She still had jewelry, like a diamond ring on. So obviously she was somebody who, I mean, appeared to be somebody who would be missed or somebody that would have family or somebody that would report her missing, right? But nobody ever did. Right. So um, they said she died from blunt force trauma to her head. Like the front of her skull was basically caved in when they found oh her. Oh my god! Which is very brutal. And then to be shut in a fridge and just dumped like trash is awful. 
Holy so, shit. It's just a really interesting, it's just interesting case. So mm-hmm. they determined since she had nice story on, it wasn't likely that she was murdered. Like the motive was robbery for her murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they would have taken her ring. Right. Which you can actually go look on. If you look on the doughnetwork.com, mm-hmm. she's listed as a Jane Doe. We can put all of that information in. If you want to go see what she was wearing. Um, because maybe you have a family member or somebody who went missing and nobody reported her missing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you never know. Um, but the police, uh, believed she was from the East Bay area, possibly Western Delta area. Um, she was maybe engaged or she had been engaged and was not engaged any longer or was divorced because of the diamond ring she was wearing. Oh, it was not on her left hand. It was on her right hand. Hmm. Ring finger. Right. So, or it's possible people, some people like on Reddit said maybe she had been widowed because you'd wear your ring on, Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, um, the police then started working on how, like to find out where the refrigerator was from. Yeah. And I guess it was like a refrigerator and it was like a golden refrigerator. So it's. It's interesting that it wasn't found or like looked at sooner than a year. Right, because that's kind of weird. Yeah. So um, they found that it had been sold in Oakland, California, which was maybe, depending on traffic, (laughs) a couple (laughs) hours um, away from where she was found. Right. Um, But there was, no one had returned any warranty on the fridge, so they had no way to trace whose fridge it was. Oh, interesting. But what was even more interesting was that the fridge wasn't empty besides the body. There was butter packets from KFC in there. There was a small black bag of glacier ice and small milk cartons, which they weren't like milk cartons you would buy from the store, but they were milk cartons you would get from like, um, they were, they were only, um, sold in bulk to like schools or correctional facilities. Oh, so those like like, real little ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The weird, like you would get in school. The ones that like don't open properly when you like really want one. Absolutely. (laughs) So that was kind of interesting because they, it wasn't. I mean, that's a, you would think a lead. They, they try to trace that ice down and mm-hmm. the milk, but the milk, I guess, was distributed to all sorts of places, more in, like, the Sacramento area. Okay. And then the ice was st- sold at, um, like, bait shops and um, marinas in, like, Antioch or Discovery Bay. So oh, there was weird. a lot of options where it could have come from. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. Like, my first thought was that, you know, maybe this was, like, an industrial fridge from, right. like, a school or something. Right. But, like, that doesn't explain the other like a, stuff. It was a home fridge that right. somebody had in de- So maybe somebody who worked at, like, a school or... Like a daycare or something. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, even a person maybe just, like, brought home milk or... I yeah. don't know. But anyway, so um, the police never figured out who she was. Um, I guess they did have DNA evidence and they had dental records, but they weren't able to... Um, figure anything out so I in the article it had said that the the dental records it turned up like thousands of potential hits in the Department of Justice database Jesus none of which they could confirm were hers so it never led anywhere and I don't know about the DNA so I at first I wasn't sure if they they did have DNA but it seems like they did so Mm -hmm. it seems reasonable that they could try to do I mean, it's been popular really, I mean, lately as, Definitely. as of lately when they captured the Golden State Killer like a year ago mm-hmm. using the genealogy websites. Um, yeah. So maybe. I you think there'd be enough, you know, vials of spit out there that right. somebody's related, related to somebody, yeah. at least one person. So yeah. 
because I'm interested to say, like, once you find out who she is, I feel like whoever did that to her is probably related to her. Yeah. Or married to her or close to her in some way because right it's probably not a stranger because like i feel like it's a very personal crime right to be hit in the head with something kind of indicates that i mean it and, was and I, to have nothing taken off of your body right especially when you have like a fat ass diamond and ring nice nice clothes mm-hmm. and like yeah it's just weird and the fact that they could never match her to any reported missing women in this area seems kind of shady to me she was obviously at least the fridge was obviously from this area mm-hmm. I don't know how much sense it would make that she wasn't, but right. <clears throat> I guess there are stranger things. Um, but some like some thoughts that I had, I never really this kind of hit me, and it, it, it there had to have been more than one person who got the fridge out there. Yeah, because fridges are really heavy, <laughs> especially then. I'm sure. Oh yeah, they were definitely not made of the same materials there now. No, and. So you have to think somebody else had to have helped mm-hmm. um, get the fridge, and they might not have known there was a body out there, but it's kind of, I feel like if somebody asked me to help get them get rid of a fridge and dump it in the Delta, <laughs> I would be like, why? Yeah, like, I'd have some questions, like, oh, you don't want to take this to the dump? Right. Like, okay, you want me to just take this out into the middle of the Delta? Rad, let's do it. And let's go right now. why is it roped shut? Right, like... You wouldn't have any questions? So, yeah. it's. I think that's really weird and something to consider. So, I mean, there's somebody out there who knows something else. Yeah. Because I'm sure dumping a gold refrigerator for even helping a friend and you didn't know there was a body in there, mm-hmm. it's probably something that would stick out in your mind. Right. Like, you know that one time <laughs> that I brought this giant-ass refrigerator out into the Delta with, you know, ex-human being? Right. You know? That's something you remember. Well, and it's illegal anyway. So. Yeah, it's illegal to like, dump stuff. on its own. <laughs> right. And again, how did nobody notice this for a year? Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, definitely people notice. And I mean, sure, somebody probably even noticed people dumping it. I mean, it's like remote, but it's not that remote. Ugh. I feel like. Yeah. But. Especially if it's like right off the highway. Like, it's, yeah, Highway 4 it's, is hella busy. And it, it said it was near Holt, California, which. I don't know where that is. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe somebody will. Right. <laughs> so. Um, it's, that's interesting. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to put, like, like I said, you can feel, view all the, like the items that were with her when she was, cause she was also wrapped in like blanket. They had like basically put her body in and they put blankets around her. Oh, to, like, weird. Like pack stuff. her? Yeah. Like pack her in there. So there's the blankets, <clears throat> there's the clothes and there's the jewelry. You can see it all. And, um, on the Doe Network and I'll put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of interesting because some people had also said maybe this case was related to, um, Terry Peter Rasmussen, who, um, he, well, actually, AKA Bob Evans, who was the subject of the podcast Fairbrook. Oh, okay. I don't know. Have you listened to that? I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it myself. So I listened to it a while ago. I don't remember everything about it. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of a complicated case because part of it takes place here out in like the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And part of it takes place in on the East Coast. I don't remember which. Oh, trippy. One of the little ones. And <laughs> like Connecticut or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry I if you offended anybody. <laughs> I want to say Pennsylvania. Anyways, so he he was he's a serial killer, well known. Yeah. Serial killer, and um, so I've definitely heard the name Bob Evans before. Yeah. He basically he they kind of tied him to 
these bodies they found in barrels in Allenstown. They found three kids and a woman. So the, the kids, I believe, were hers and his. Yikes. <clears throat> Anyways. They were, they had, some people had mentioned maybe it's kind of similar to his MO. Mm-hmm. And maybe he killed her. But I don't really necessarily agree with that because dumping people in like these bins like he Mm -hmm. did like they were um like the oil drums type things like in a fridge is fridges seems more of convenience than an oil drum right it's like oh i have this fridge in my garage let me just get rid of her i kind of use it but i can spare it right now right so but an oil drum seems a little different Mm -hmm. um and the people that he well he was he would normally murder were like women or <clears throat> the, their kids because he basically used them as a con and right from what I can remember so I I don't know it's just kind of it doesn't really seem to match up to me no plus San Jose is kind of like it's far yeah it's it's a little south for the area that we're in yeah we're that would be like about. a good like three hour drive at least which with a fridge that you're trying to get ready rid of with yeah. a body in it, that's a little sus. I mm-hmm. don't think I would drive that far with it. No, like that's a lot of work. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, who knows? Actually, like maybe they wanted to get it far away from them. It's true, but the risk that is involved in right, especially if you have a friend with you, right? Or if you like hired like just like a random person to like, hey, like let's get this fridge out of my truck, right? But I guess you could always say like if you got pulled over, hey, I'm taking this to the dump mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So I don't know. Some people had um, thrown that out there, but I don't think that that's really like valid. Yeah, I have a lot of mixed feelings. Yeah, about that. So, but I know that the detective who had originally like he was originally assigned to the case, he recently retired, and in the article he talked about how this was one that really bothered him because he felt like they would have her identified and it's mm-hmm. solvable once you know who she is. Oh, absolutely. But. After 24 years, they could never solve hers. And that's just bananas. Right. I think that makes it more sad. And that's why it stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. was because it's so brutal. And they found her in a refrigerator. And nobody ever claimed her. So I kind of like, you know, they have different websites where you can look for missing people and stuff. And I poked around a little bit. But nobody from this area at least popped up on that website with her descriptions. Wow. Um, and I feel like they made it pretty broad, especially her age range and, and things. So yeah. I don't, maybe she wasn't from here, but possible. Yeah. But that's wild. It's wild. It's sad. So, yeah. um, we definitely, you know, this was for us, we were, I was a baby. I was not even thought of yet. So, actually, no, 95. I was, yeah, I was a baby. Yeah. I was, yeah. So we obviously, the likelihood that we would know something is very slim, but right. Maybe your parents know somebody. Or, or like an uncle. Or, right. or a coworker or a family friend or whatever. Or, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not our age. Right. You might know something also. Right. So, and if you do, you know, you can help her family. I mean, who knows? Maybe they thought she just didn't want to talk to them anymore. Or, yeah. you know, and there could be a million reasons why. But, yeah. I don't know. It would. It's a shame to let that go on. A hundred percent. And not know who she is. And, you know, they found um, a woman in Vacaville that they recently oh. identified using, like, the genealogy database. Yeah. So, I don't know. That would be cool if they could do that. But if not, it would help to have people speak up. So, exactly. Point of the podcast is also to get all of this information out for you all. 
yes, so that we can help solve these cases and bring justice to those that need to go to prison. Yeah, for real. Yeah, because it's awful. So that is my story. All right. So um, I'm going to talk about a woman by the name of Evelyn Hernandez. Um, she was uh, determined to be missing um, in May of 2002. Uh, she was very pregnant at the time that she went missing, and she had her five-year-old son, Alex, with her. Uh, they were in San Francisco. Um, she, well, let me just give you a little background on her. Mm-hmm. So she was 24. Uh, she's an immigrant from El Salvador who lived in San Francisco with her son. Uh, she was legal and she worked as a vocational nurse. Uh, she had previously worked jobs at Costco and at hotels in San Francisco. Um, some sources claim that she had sp- uh, speak in kind of like broken English. Um, again, she did immigrate from, you know, awesome. South America. Yeah. But, you know, it's... I have an aunt from El Salvador, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the more yeah. you know. She um, obviously married my uncle, who's from here. But, I, right. you know, I mean, it's hard when they grow up somewhere else and move here, even if they've lived here for a while. To Exactly. She'd only been in the... English, yeah. Yeah, she'd only been in the country for 10 years. Yeah. So, I mean... It's reasonable. Right. Um, you know, people said that she was very warm and nice and kind. You know, really nice woman. Um her son's father was in the Navy and had no relationship with them. So that's really sad. Um, yeah. So like I said, she was very pregnant with her second child, like 38 weeks along. Um, they estimate anyways. Um, so she was going to name him Fernando and, uh, the father was a boy, her married boyfriend, uh, named Herman Aguilera. Um, I really hope I didn't butcher that. I am not, you know, great with, you know, Names in general. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can barely speak English. So, you know, we're just going to go off that. that. That works. Um, She didn't know that he was married. Um, He did okay. not disclose that to her. That's so um, shady. Right. And then he didn't tell her until she was like, hey, I'm pregnant with your kid. Oh. Right. And then that's a problem. A hundred percent. So, um, she had actually, she was, was suspicious that she was either the other woman or that he had another woman so he actually called his mother and she was like yeah he's married i know so like to find out that your boyfriend is been married right and you're like, pregnant with that's so baby. awful yeah like i couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine either but i mean like i guess this is the 90s there's like less like ways to stalk your boyfriend yeah you know it's <laughs> true very true <laughs> um so yeah may 1st uh, she dropped her son off at daycare and then she went to the atm you there's you know evidence that she went to the ATM after she dropped him off um and then she was getting ready for her baby shower um she picked him up later that day and then nobody saw them again wow yeah um later nearby her wallet was found abandoned in a parking lot it had forty dollars and a disability check with her name on it Hmm. yes um after about a week the baby's father had reported her missing to the authorities and this is before anyone else even really knew that she was missing um but also, where her wallet was found, mm-hmm. turns out, was right near where he worked. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, he owned a limousine, limousine company in San Francisco, and her wallet was found in a parking lot very nearby. Hmm. So, okay. weird, right? So, yeah, already a little shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, about two months later, a badly decomposed pair of legs and a torso were found floating in the San Francisco Bay, just under the Bay Bridge. Yikes. Um the torso had on a maturity blouse and DNA tests later confirmed that the remains were in fact hers. Um, there was no signs of the baby or Alex. So that's awful. 
yeah um the body was very badly decomposed and there's no cause of death that was been determined okay um so i mean yeah from floating in the bay right so very you know quick decomposition it was summertime yeah well and there's just fish and gross sharks things in the water yeah yikes i I don't even know i don't miss the ocean (laughs) um so around the same time a very popular very popular very popular case was happening at the exact same time one that I'm sure everybody has heard of. Everybody. Especially, Especially if you're from California. Yes. <laughs> Miss Lacey Peterson. Yeah. Almost identical say, case. It sounds really similar. Yeah. And actually, for like a very brief period of time, Scott Peterson was a suspect in this murder as well. That's interesting. Right. Because the, I don't know if you've done a deep dive into like that whole story. Yeah. Um, but they thought that maybe he was like doing a serial killing. Or okay. killing multiple pregnant people. To make it seem people. like he didn't do his wife. Right. And that Lacey was killed by a serial killer. Yeah. Um, so, and, like, just, again, very similar, like, methods well, yeah, of finding the body. I mean, because they found just her upper body. Mm-hmm. And I think they found... They the, did find the, the baby. Fetus, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it is a little bit different than this case with Evelyn. They didn't find but the baby. But, that's, um, but there's mean, also way more water in this right. situation and a lot more going on in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is that this case got little to no media attention. Right. Her family fought tooth and nail. They wrote to, like, every media outlet. They were writing to America's Most Wanted. They were, That's like, local terrible. and national news stories. Nobody picked it up. Right. Nobody cared. I mean, the, everybody was in a frenzy about Lacey Peterson. Right. So and, um. To happen. 100%. Like, literally within months. Yeah, that's. That's really sketch. Like that's weird though. And I remember because I watched the documentary about later mm-hmm. Lacey Peterson on A and E. I think it was. I think so. Um, it, and they had talked about how there was actually several pregnant women mm-hmm. from this area that I mean a pretty wide like net from Modesto to the Bay Area, which it's not that far. No. Really. I mean realistically, it's like two and a half hours. Yeah. So, but they had found like several pregnant women had gone like I think it's like seven or eight pregnant women had right gone missing. and so that's kind of why they think like oh maybe Scott Peterson is a serial killer or there just is a serial killer if Scott right. didn't like, do it right. for Lacey um or you know maybe Evelyn's you know baby daddy didn't kill her because that's he's kind of the main suspect well, but like right. they were never able to pin anything on obvious. him yeah um but yeah kind of going back to like that she had no media attention yeah a lot of people assume because a she was Hispanic and B, she was carrying a married man's baby. Right. Um, those are the two biggest reasons they didn't want it publicized because one, it's embarrassing to him. Right. But and right, that's who cares? His bad, not yeah. hers. Like I'm sorry, he's a piece of shit, not her. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like she didn't even know until she was pregnant. Right. So, yeah, he's a grade A piece of shit. Yeah. Which is neither here nor there. But I'm not saying he's a murderer, but like I'm just saying that right. like. Well, in general, not a. Great yeah person right and so it's just one of those things where you know pretty white women tend to you know pick up more media attention than anybody else and it's really unfortunate and sad because i've never heard of this case no i hadn't either until just now right um and it's just really fucking sad honestly and there's did they ever find her son nope like the Mm five-year-old they never found it nope no marines were ever found of alex nobody knows anything that happened that's terrible yeah um, so, yeah, so the baby's father, the unborn baby's father, um, Aguilera, he's been questioned a hundred times. He has motive and, you know, Alex would have recognized him because it's his mom's boyfriend. Right. So 
if the mom had to go, he had to go too. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. So Especially if they were kidnapped. Yeah. And he um, reportedly was very, very upset about the pregnancy at first. Uh-huh. Um, and then kind of started playing along, like, what the further she got along. Hmm. It was very weird. Um, and initially, like, he was very cooperative in the investigation. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, just, like, at the turn of a hat, just <laughs> got a lawyer and started, like, being very weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily a sign of guilt, but right and sketchy, a hundred percent. And his only alibi is his wife. Also sketchy. Yeah, like I, mm, I don't know if I buy it. To be a hundred percent honest, she, did they ever say if she knew? Um, she didn't know she was pregnant until she, the police told her. Oh, so he, the wife knew he had a girlfriend, but not that she was pregnant. Right. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna say, I mean, finding out your husband got another woman pregnant for some people is enough of a reason to kill I mean you would think you would kill your husband but right some some in cases I guess they could kill the yeah because you know they're they don't want to believe that their husband is the problem right they want to believe that it's the other woman and so oh I'm just gonna get rid of her instead right um yeah no warrant was ever issued for either of their arrests and there's no forensic evidence linking them to the crime and he's been uh, described as a not serious suspect like, he was, like, initially, like, a suspect in person of interest, but then not so much. That's so interesting. Right. So, you know, there's, like, a lot of questions, like, where was she dismembered? Why was she dismembered? Like, right. when could that have happened? Or did it, was it natural? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would, like, think that, because Lacey Peterson was found basically the same way, mm-hmm. that if the, the dismemberment might have just been a part of the, the decomposing in the water type of situation. Right. And then the wallet, was that a coincidence? Like, did she drop it there? Like, right. is it, you know, there's a lot of questions as far as that goes, too, because she's been to that limousine company, you know, a hundred times. Cause right. she And maybe she just dropped her wallet, or maybe somebody dropped it there on purpose. Right, so it would be easily found. You know, there's a lot of suspicion around the wallet, too. Right. Did they ever have any other suspects? Nope. The only conclusion that people were kind of coming to is that it's potentially a serial killer that was going around and killing all of those pregnant very pregnant women, women at right. the same time. And which, again, gives Scott Peterson a lot of, you know, like, oh, yeah, like it was totally a serial killer that wasn't me. Right. So it, it's all very, very weird and weird. very suspicious. Um, again, I'll link down any sort of information we have that you can give to the SFPD um, in regards to this case if you know anything about her or anything like that. But that's kind of all the information that is about her because again not a lot yeah. was reported um alex was a, think- was on a missing children's site for a while mm-hmm. but um and i had found some links to it and then i clicked on it and they're all gone now hmm. like those pages have been wiped it says like ca- like can't be found and this was only 15 years ago right so like or 17 years ago excuse me so like where do those pages go why aren't they i mean he, he might not be a missing child anymore but he was a you know, like he would be a missing if he's alive. He'd be a missing adult, person, but yeah. But I couldn't find any information in regards to his missing persons case. That's terrible. Right, because like now he would be if he was five in two thousand two, like twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Mhm. That's so interesting that they just kind of. I mean, you think that it's like he they never would existed. find his body too? If they, I mean, you would think that the person who killed them would just dump them the same way. Right, and who even knows if he's dead? Like, that's the other thing. Like, right. he could be alive and just not really know what's going on. Right. Well, five is still pretty young, but I feel like it's old enough to know mm-hmm. that you've Your been, mom's missing. Yeah. And, like, you're not living with your... Because f- of his, like, family isn't really involved, and her family doesn't live here. Right. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And sad. 
very. <laughs> and all because you would think that like normally missing kids cases get so much media attention. Yeah. And and like I said, like now it's like the on the internet, it's like it never happened. Right. Like, the only, like, I only found, like, a handful of articles, period, about this entire case. Wow. I wonder, I mean, it, I'm sure it's probably because they were immigrants. People seem to not. Right, especially <clears> in the early 2000s. Attention. Yeah. And, yeah. And competing with Lacey Peterson for screen time is not, I mean, you're not going to win that one. The, no. The media was all over that. Exactly. So, yeah, if you know anything, yeah. definitely contact the San Francisco Police Department. Yeah. We'll put all that information mm-hmm. in our show notes and yeah i think that's that's all we have for this week yeah um feel free to like us on social media follow us um we'll have all of our instagram twitter facebook all that listed down below in the notes and make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or wherever you're listening to this yes that helps a ton yes and then um yeah also we're gonna do a little segment once a month I think we decided Mm -hmm. where we review some sort of documentary type like true crime documentary yeah or like a movie that was very based on like a true crime um story so stay tuned for that too yeah because next week's gonna be our first one yay all right we'll see you next time all right bye